happened to catch that? Catch what? Okay. Well, Green is over here coming to talk to me about personal stuff. Ah. Even I didn't heard, catch anything of it. Yeah, even though she heard me a while back saying. Say yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, if it makes you feel any better. I didn't hear a thing. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, let's just leave it at that. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Peg Warmers podcast. <laughs> Peg Warmer fans, get ready, ready, ready <laughs> for a brand new episode. Ah, oh, man, what a week! You're telling me, dude. It's been fucking wild. You know, if I sound a little weird, I was uh helping someone move today and they have cats and I'm allergic to cats and uh, my allergies are flaring but I'll live I will live you sure you will? Uh, not really but you know I don't really much care (laughs) fucking cats Uh, but anyways you know no offense to cat lovers but you know I'm kind of allergic, so I kind of have a an excuse to not be the biggest cat fan in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's up, man? Well, dude, uh, not much. It's just with each passing day that I've returned to work, I'm realizing that I'm getting older, and it's kind of sinking in a little bit. Ooh, elaborate, sir. Well, for one, see, I have to call you sir now. Okay, oh, <laughs> elaborate, sir. See, like I returned back to work this Monday, and all they had me doing was just unloading trains. You know, so, I have to say, you know, from uh, he didn't just decide to not work, folks. He was on uh, what is it? Uh, Paternal what are they called? Paternal leave. So <laughs> it's not like he was being lazy. I wish I was. But so you get back to work. Yeah, and and just I don't know. Since I was unloading trains, I just needed I needed music to just play continuously. And the biggest artist in my library is Lincoln Park. Right. As I'm listening to to their entire discography it's dawning on me that Hybrid Theory is 20 years old Reanimation will be 20 years old next year in 2022 Meteora in 2023 all of these three albums are my childhood and they're going to be 20 years old within within the next two years I know I know I know. <laughs> it it it, uh, it dawns on me all the time when I when I listen to it, or you know, I have a younger niece and nephew, and every now and then when they talk about music, and I'm like, oh yeah, like when this happened, and they're like, huh? And I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean what? And it's it's true. It just before you know it, you know, an album that came out in 2001, like Hybrid Theory. I mean, it's it's literally going on twenty years since it was released. I think it was released in October, so it's not officially twenty yet. But twenty years is a long fucking time, especially if you heard it when it came out. Like I remember when a lot of the hybrid. I think I listened to it the following year, like in '02, because uh, one of my friends who was in the neighborhood really liked him. And I think that's when Reanimation came out, and I kind of listened to both at the same time. Oh yeah, same here. So I didn't get to experience Hybrid Theory. I think on its own. At least I don't remember. I remember listening to Reanimation and like then going to Hybrid Theory, and I'm like, oh fuck, this is awesome. But like that was close to 20 years ago, dude. And you know, I was like eight, nine. I was just about to, like, you know, I was, was like... About seven or eight. 
that was like 10 when Meteora came out, so I was like, that album like was right at before my preteen years, and it's like, that was, that's just a monster of an album. Personally, I like Meteora better, but you know, that's, I always like their, I like the sequels better, uh, and just thinking about like, the kicker is like, when you think about things that are like 20 years ago and you're like, oh man, you know, you remember being a little bit older. I mean, I remember when the first Pokemon movie came out in theaters. That was like in 99. So that's like, that's past 20 years already. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like I said, like it just, it just dawned on me, but I did, um, I did get a chance to listen to all of Hybrid Theory when I was a kid. Like, I did listen to it with its entirety. Uh, when Reanimation came out, that one was oh, yeah. automatically my favorite. And it didn't help that at the time, Toonami was airing Gundam Wing. Oh, and yeah. Then, yeah, and then the, and the, their cover art, they, they used uh, uh, Gundam, uh, Gundam Zaku concept. And and I remember the music, the music videos from Reanimation. Like if you bought the disc and plugged it into you and put it right. inside your computer, it would take you to like a menu with like a mini game and some shit, or like or like a series of video logs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember like I I remember it more vividly with with Reanimation. I remember uh, the the uh, jumping to Meteora. I remember the music video for. Somewhere I Belong had a bunch of Gundams in it too. Like before the video starts. Yeah. Like the intro of it. Like Chester's going through like rooms and it's all Gundam filled. It was just a good time to be a kid or a preteen. Yeah. It's like Gundam was at its peak, at least here in the States. And you got things like Lincoln Park that are like, oh, look at this, connected to this and that. and. It was a good time, man. Like, they don't do it like that anymore. At least I don't feel. No, and... When... Like, I think I think I speak for, for most 90s kids when I say that Linkin Park is probably one of the greatest bands of all time. Oh, dude. Because their, their music taste has evolved from... Like, if you think, if you think Chevelle and Deftones can, can evolve with each album, Linkin Park was the one that basically... Wrote, wrote wrote it did it and distributed the formula yeah no I mean like if you go from hybrid theory to reanimation it's two different albums it's just two different albums if you go from Meteora to I forget what it's called the one they do with Jay-Z I think it's Encore uh-huh. uh, it's it's an interesting mix of hip-hop and their style and then you go to minutes to midnight and it's like hard but not as hard and then everything after that is like really soft thousand suns yeah so you go like i go like 10 years of just soft lincoln park that i just didn't listen to him and i was like eh, whatever then you get to hunting party and it was like whoa dude that that brought me right back in yeah, yeah. And then the, their last album. Oh my god, I feel like such a bad fan. Like, let me give me one sec. They're like, yeah. At first, I didn't like that album. Remember the first time I heard it, I was like, eh, it's not too bad. And then right before Chester, you know, unfortunately, committed suicide, I was like really digging the album. I was like almost out of nowhere. I was like, you know, this isn't this isn't that bad of an album. It's pretty good. And I bought tickets to go see him, and everything. I, it was going to be my first time looking at him, and it didn't happen. It yeah, that hat. Yeah, I know. That's. I'm. You know, we're actually coming up on the day, on, on the day he passed. Yeah. July 20th and dude that day that day when you texted when you texted me that Chester passed I didn't even know like I didn't even know how to feel 
Yeah, dude. I remember. I I remember exactly where I was. I was in my office. Well, my my, my previous job. I was in my office, and a coworker of mine, who, uh, you know, we were pretty cool there. Uh, he just comes into my office, and I, you know, we had talked, and I knew, he knew I had tickets to go see him, and he like comes in. He's like, "Hey, dude." It's like, "Did you hear?" And I was like. I was in the middle of like some report I was writing, and I was like, "What, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean?" So I stop what I'm doing, and like, you know, because we would just bullshit in my office sometimes. And he's like, "You haven't heard?" And I was like, "No, like, dude, like, tell me what the hell's going on." And he's like, "Oh man, he's like, I don't want to be the one to break it to you, but you know, Chester, Chester died." And I was like, "Dude, I literally, it was, you know, that scene in The Lion King." where Simba like realizes that the stampede's coming and there's like that zoom in to his face and he's like that's literally what it felt like I was like what I was just I was just sad the rest of that day dude I was like no why dude I know exactly how you feel because right when you sent me that text I was on my way to work I was on the highway I was on the 290 I haven't even gotten to to uh, St. Charles yet. <laughs> I hadn't even gotten to there. Like I was like maybe just about to jump onto the exit to um, to go to Rockford and Joliet, and you texted me that I had to. I almost pulled over. Dude, I I yeah. Yeah, like I couldn't. I was so distracted the rest of the day. Like I just couldn't believe it even my co-workers were like hey like you okay and I'm like he's gone I I I still can't believe it yeah I know I remember too like for some context I remember going to see Soundgarden in like 2016 2017 mm-hmm. I can't remember what year and then the year later Chris Cornell had committed suicide and I was like no I was like man I'm so glad I got to see them and I was like alright now I see Lincoln Park and you know it kind of bugged me that I never got to uh, I had a bunch of opportunities to see them for whatever reason I just never did despite them being my favorite band and you know I was like the year I decided to do it it didn't work out that way it's just it's unfortunate but it is what it is What are you doing? I had a Capri Sun. Oh. <laughs> Keeping the 90s trend going. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to start off on a, such a sad note, but yeah, it, it is true. Like, these albums are going on 20 years, and I was like, fuck, where the hell does time go? Yeah, yeah, and then you start realizing all the shit that you could have done, and some of the shit you did do, some of the shit you don't do. But yeah, yeah, it's just life is short, and you have to enjoy it. I mean, just riffing on that. I mean, dude, like I remember when Phantom Menace came out in theaters and how excited I was, and that was that feels like a lifetime ago. Oh yeah. Like I said, all the merch that used to come out, and like it just feels like a lifetime ago. Bless you. Thank you. I mean, I remember the hype around Force Awakens. Even that's starting to feel like a lifetime ago. Uh, it's a lifetime I'd rather forget. Yeah, for real. I know, I know. I mean, especially after Last Jedi, but... Uh, I, I mean, what? Star Wars... What, The Force Awakens came out, what, in 2015? Yeah. I mean, that was damn near six years ago. Yeah, but... Even so funny, funny enough that you bring up the Phantom Menace, because I know I told you this, and we were supposed to record last week, but we we're sorry, we have lives, we we have shit to do, we had stuff <laughs> to do, but um, but I saw I went on I went to Best Buy, and I wasn't really figure hunting. I was hunting. I was just trying to get a fan, and I just. <laughs> 
browse the toy section just just cause just cause I know I'm not gonna find anything. Oh boy, was I wrong. Hasbro is doing re-releases of of Black Series figures, but they're packaging certain ones in their respective and their respective packaging. So it's almost like like a retro carded uh like a retro carded uh, line. But yes, there's I know exactly what you mean. Fan- the Phantom Menace, uh, Phantom Menace figures, and the only three that I saw was the Battle Droid, Mace Windu, everybody's Lord and Savior Jar Jar Binks. Everybody's Lord and Savior Jar Jar The packaging on that one looked amazing. I was, it was. It it was a great it was a great callback to to the old school toys when they had that stupid little chip. Of course, and it wasn't stupid, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, it was stupid because I couldn't find I could never find the device to like read the chips on. It was kind of a bitch to find. I only recently got it a few years ago. <laughs> only recently. Yeah, no, it was dude. It it's a pain. In the, it was a pain in the ass. Because even if you did find it, it was, like, crazy expensive. And, you know, being a kid, you don't necessarily have all the expendable income that you do when you get older. Oh, 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 oh but if we did? Oh, dude, if we did, I would have, like, I was fortunate enough. My dad, uh, he got me the, uh, he got me Qui-Gon's lightsaber when I was a kid. I mean, it was no, it was no black series uh, lightsaber. It was like plastic, and, and it was those that had like three layers. You know how it was uh, like, oh, where, where you thick. like you push the button down and flick it out. Yeah, yeah, but it was Qui Gon's, and it was you know right around the Phantom Menace. And I was like, dude, I love that thing. I loved that thing. I think I and had then Obi Wan's. And then I remember when Attack of the Clones came out, I had Anakin, and they had improved on the plastic that they used, so like, they would still flick out, but it was like harder plastic. Yeah, it was, it so was it a little bit a little, more durable. Yeah, it was like way more durable. And now, like, they have these black series, and I know you have a bunch of lightsabers, but, you know, I've got Darth Maul's, and it's like, ugh, if I had Darth Maul's as a kid, dude, that's the one I wanted more than anything. Dude, I know my cousin. Uh, my cousin had had the the Darth Maul one, the one where you push the button and flick them out. Yeah. My my cousin had Darth Maul, and I had Obi Wan's. I'm sure you guys had fun whacking oh, yeah. the shit out of each other. <laughs> it fucking hurt, but we had fun. <laughs> but yeah, oh, man, that was a good days. I had to, like, lightsabers, the lightsabers have definitely come a long way. I have the entire Skywalker lineage. I have, uh, I have Anakin's, even though it's technically Luke's from A New Hope, but... You mean Ray's? No, Anakin's. (laughs) I think it's Ray's. This podcast is now over. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for watching. That's all, folks. (laughs) But uh, then I have Luke's from Return of the Jedi. I have right. Darth Vader's. Thanks, thanks to you, buddy. Ah, uh, anytime. And I also have Kylo Ren's. Yeah, you've got a bunch, man. And then, it's not even I mean, including I... the custom ones that I that I got from um, from uh, Ultra Sabers. Oh, right, right. I know who you're talking about. You got those at C2E2, right? Yep, that was a mystery box. And I'm, uh, when Aries is old enough, he's getting his, um, he's getting his own mystery box. And if I like it, we're switching. <laughs> I think that's fair. You know the other, you know, speaking of figures, you know, I went to Target the other day. I mean, I make it seem like I never go to Target, dude. I'm there all the goddamn time. <laughs> um, I was going through the. Uh, toy sections because I'm trying to find, you know, Black Space and Blue Lost Galaxy, you know, whenever that decides to happen, and uh, I'm going and I'm looking and I'm looking and 
I, I get to the nerf section, which I don't really care for because it's just not my thing. Mm. Uh, and I didn't realize that Nerf bought out, I guess, the licensing rights to Super Soakers. Like you know the, you know, and if you don't know what that is, I'm just gonna stop you right there and go, what do you, what's wrong with you? Yeah, uh, but it's, you know, Super Soakers are back. Yeah. Yeah. They made nice. um. They were Super Soakers were were still around. But I think when Hasbro acquired the rights to them, they decided to do a good thing. This is the thing about Hasbro. They do shit like this, but but they always find a way to fuck it up somehow. And and I, I, I remember when those came back, but they, they decided to come back with the retro Super Soakers, the ones that, that, that 90s kids grew up with. Uh yeah. So like I remember you you sent a you sent a uh was a text or a picture like yo super soakers are back and I guess everybody was was getting their their uh their war paint on. Dude, it's gonna happen if we don't have a a war this summer. I'll be very disappointed. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I is saying, okay? Cause they they're back, dude, and I was like, yes, yes. Uh, and they and they look, you no, know, they look just as silly as they did back in the nineties. But I yeah, love them. you know, I'm gonna post later tonight on after we're done here. The 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 super soaker I used to have at my parents. I had like three. One of them I don't have a picture of, and but one of them I was able to. They used to be these things that you used to wear, and they were laser. It was like a laser, and you'd have to fill up the uh, like a chest piece. It was like laser tag. You had to fill up the chest piece with water, and if someone got you, it would shoot water at your face from the chest piece. Uh-huh. It was freaking awesome. I only used it a handful of times because you know nobody wants to play with you when you're a kid, but. <laughs> Uh, and then I had actual water guns, but, uh, dude, it was just fun always trying to get new, uh, water guns. It's a, it's a lost art. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, I love Super, Super Soakers. Soakers. Super Soakers are back. And then, actually keeping the train going with, uh, with these retro figures. Because, uh, do you remember the Clone Wars show? Of course. You remember the packaging for that? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I think I remember it. Well, they're 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 doing the same thing with the Black Series figures again. They're they're giving they're giving us original packaging, and there's uh, Obi Wan in his like clone armor. The, okay. the, the Well, like with with the with the armor pieces that he wore during during the Clone Wars. Uh, Art Trooper Echo before before he was captured by the separatists and, and before he joined the bad badge and then they're doing uh the the three the three point seven three point seventy five boba fett and they're, they're bringing yeah they're bringing out a whole bunch more like they, they even did grogu in, in in what it would look like in original packaging if he came out back then Well, that is something because I happen to appreciate retro packaging. And when they do it right, it's very cool. I remember they did it for Star Wars, like for special edition stuff, like with Darth Maul. I remember seeing it a few years ago. Now it's a standard, but I remember they used to do like limited edition special runs of that. And I always think, oh, hey, this is like the classic packaging, but now it's like hollow foil. Yeah. And again, I appreciate little stuff like that. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then the bane of my existence fucking Hasbro. Oh. What'd they do They're now? A retro carded Spider Man 2099. Did they? But. Yeah, and he, 
it looks a lot shinier than than the one that we got. It's still in the it's still in the pizza spidey mold. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. They could have done it on the new body mold. But this 2099 comes with wall crawling hands and fisted hands as opposed to the to the I'm claw hands. It. I'm looking it up right now as you're talking. I'm like, I don't believe you. What? Um, I'll send it to you. I'm like, they just announced what? It, they, they just announced it this uh, this Monday alongside oh. the new... Uh-huh. 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 Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Oh, doing, my God. They're doing another um, another wave of uh, Age of Apocalypse. And we're getting Legion, Magneto, Rogue, Cyclops. The Cyclops one actually looks pretty badass. Dude, Ice I still Man. can't get over this fucking Spider-Man. And Shadow Cat and Sabretooth. And the bath is Colossus from, uh, from Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse. Oh, I'll send you the post. Please. Dude, I'm looking at the old one, the one we got. I mean, it looks cool and all, but the packaging, the retro packaging of this Spider-Man 2099. It, it, it makes a difference. Dude, it's all the difference in the world. It's almost it's almost the same packaging as, as that 2099 figure you got me for one birthday. Yeah, that was a good one. I'm glad I found that one. I'm really glad I found that one. I actually haven't seen too many of those either. Yeah. Yeah. But we all have one. Cause I got I got David Carnage, and I got you 2099, and then I found uh, Venom. Yeah. So I was like pretty happy. Like I I've seen the one I got you, but like it's never alone anymore. Like I see it like in lots. I just don't see that figure being sold that much anymore. So you got yourself a pretty good deal there. Yeah. And also, I know I know you collect figure arts. Did you see the Super Saiyan Four Goku? I, you know, I haven't. I haven't. Again, you're dropping all these bombs on me. Let me see this. Let me I see this. Figure Arts is doing uh, Super Saiyan 4 Goku and Bulma on Namek. I did hear about that. I heard about the Namek one. I didn't know they did a Goku Super Saiyan 4. <clears throat> oh, shit. Uh, they did Rakum as well. Yeah, I know they did recoup, but they're not doing them like they used to. And what I mean by that is they're like doing this weird limited run that I don't understand. Sock and boppers, sock and boppers. More fun than a pillow fight. Can't believe they used to encourage us to fight each other. You know, we was better for it. It's like, you know, some of you grow some of you grew up in the age where you weren't fighting and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude, no, that looks badass. I'm looking at it right now and I'm Which one? Ooh, SSJ four. Ooh. Oh dude, that looks badass. Well, I'll just wait until they do SS, SSJ4 Gogeta. Why do you play with me like that? Why do you do that? <laughs> I get all hyped. Well, I you know they're going to. It. You know they're going to. Bandai, that's, that's the one thing about Bandai. They've always, always listened to their fans. That's true. That's very true. Although they, to, you know, to... Not just to praise them too, but to bash on them at the same time. That despite them listening to the fans, they don't give the fans what they want right away. It's very it takes true. Takes them a while. It's also but, very frustrating. Yeah, but when they do, when they do get around to giving the fans what they want, they do it well. 
Yeah, they do. And if you need more examples, please refer to our last episode where where we basically compared who handled the license better on Power Rangers, Bandai or Hasbro. Is a very, very heated discussion. It's true. But, I mean, both sides made good. I think both companies had their... had the right idea. I'm so sorry. But, like, to bring up the point, the only point I'm gonna revisit from it is... Bandai. Like... Those Dragon Ball toys that used to be everywhere, like in every store. Mm-hmm. You know which ones I'm talking about. Uh, they would release them like so much, dude. So like you'd have every iteration of every season and every outfit of every character, and that's something that you just don't see anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like SH Figure Arts is is kind of flirting with that line, where like they do it, but they don't do it at the volume that. Bandai did it, and you know, for good reason. I mean, the Bandai ones were kind of cheap looking. They weren't really uh, articulate. They had no points of articulation. Yeah, yeah. They're basically just statues. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, shit, when you had nothing else. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of why I like the shoot, the five star series. Oh, yeah. Because they're starting to do that. Like, they're doing all the iterations, and I was like, it kind of brings me back to that when you know, and these actually have articulation. Yeah, yeah, I, I see what you mean. And you know, I know, I know, I've, I've, I've mentioned this to you before, where maybe like getting certain figures in the in the Dragon Stars from the Dragon Stars line and mix them in with your figure arts because I feel like maybe some of those scale better, like the Frieza. Yeah. I, I always felt like the one from Dragons, the the Dragon Stars line was a was a was a proper a proper Frieza to to match like your your um your Super Saiyan Goku. Yeah, no Bandai Bandai does good on doing stuff like that. Uh, it just it's a shame they didn't do it with Power Rangers, but you know you gotta listen to our last episode where we get into it. Yeah. Although, if Hasbro and Bandai would just come together and share the license where Bandai still makes the props, but Hasbro does the to- has uh, Hasbro does the figures, I think I think I'll well I know I'll be happy. I don't see that happening. I think Hasbro just needs to get off this high horse. Oh. Oh God, see, it's, it's hard not to get into it again, but like, <laughs> there's ways they can improve the way they're doing it and handling exclusives and handling all this stuff. And it, it just kind of annoys me that they have all these resources, you just don't use them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, Bandai would still be doing the props because. Once you go diecast, it's kind of hard to settle for anything less. It really is. I, I know from experience, dude. I knew that, like, if we if we go back to the points of the old episode, I thought the Dragon Dagger that they had released, I thought it looked shitty because it was just plastic. And, you know, it might fly with the Megazords because it's shiny plastic. Yeah. But it's not going to fly with uh, the props. No. Or the accessories. It's just, it's not going to fly. And it it's fine, like I said, with the Megazords, because they use like really high in plastic. Yeah, and plus their Megazords are somewhat posable, and you're gonna display them in their combined form anyway. So, right. So it's kind of like it, it, it works out. Like they blend well, but not the props. It just it doesn't work that way. Not all like the props risk- because the 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 Dragon Dagger. Yes, I'll give you that one. But the helmet, the helmets. Yeah, the helmets are good, but the helmets, I mean, if we're talking, like, I guess, going specifically, the helmets were an improvement, but the uh, weapons were a downgrade, and the morphers were a downgrade, if you ask oh, me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, uh, it's one of those things where, 
it could fly under a certain radar, but it's not going to fly for everything if you aren't in. Like, without making up the points that we made last week, or like what we did record, releasing stuff, re releasing stuff differently after you had just bought something else that was a better quality is a stupid move. Yeah. So it's like, the helmets. I'll give them to you. I'll give. I'll give you that point because the helmets were an improvement. But you know, Hasbro is notorious over the last few years now to like just promise stuff, and then like not all of it comes to like fruition. Like uh, Bandai did this too, and we've talked about it before. Remember when we saw the prototypes for Zio? Like years and years ago for the lightning for the Legacy Collection. Uh, the figures or, or the morphers? The the figures. Yeah. I think it was what's his face. MMPR Toys was like in a Bandai uh, like warehouse. Yeah. Where they make this stuff, and we saw the prototypes for Zio. Yes, 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 I remember. Oh, dude, man, I remember how badass those prototypes look. And when we finally got them in stores, those pinups. I don't, I don't want to call them trash. But it was definitely like not what we were expecting. Yeah, yeah, I remember that was the first thing you complained about. Like this looks nothing like the prototype. I was like not even close. The paint apps was just like this really shitty yellow. And I At least the lightning collection had that like deep gold. And did the did uh did the Zeal Rangers come with their respective weapons? For Bandai? Yeah. No, none of the Legacy Collection came with weapons except, uh... Ninja Storm? The nin- Ninja Storm, I think. I doubt it. And Mighty Warfarin was the only team that I remember came with weapons. Well, after their second release. Right. But, um... Correct me if I'm wrong, but... I distinctly remember the Zeal prototypes having weapons. Yes, yes they did. And that was the another only point. One... That, okay, yeah. that was another point that you brought up too. Cause I also remember, uh, well, the only Zeal Ranger that came with this respective weapon was a uh, Gold Zeal. Yes. Like, like, uh, like Green Ranger and, uh, and White Ranger, yeah. White Ranger. Only the six Rangers would get their weapons. It would just drive me nuts. It would drive me nuts. I bet. I bet. It was just like it was uh, driving me nuts that uh, Dragon didn't come with his fucking Saba. Oh, dude. That was its own set of problems, though. I think that's the only, as far as weapons go, uh, Hasbro's only dropped the ball, I think, a couple times. But it surprises me when they do. Like, your red galaxy? Oh, yes. Yes. In exchange for the cannon, I got a collapsed Quasar Saber. Not an extended Quasar Saber. A collapsed one. You know, that just blows me away. It really does, dude. When you told me it didn't come with the Quasar Saber, I was like, what? Why? And this is a perfect segue into... Uh, one of the things we were talked about off the off, like, you know, off microphone or off the mic, but I was complaining to you where it was like when they re-release that figure, or when you re-release a figure, it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to include the fucking part. Mm-hmm. Like they could have given you both Quasar, the Quasar Saber. A little one and extended one, and then his cannon. I don't understand why that was so difficult. They did the same thing with Bluzio, where I was like, "Where the hell is the signature weapon?" Yeah, Bluzio didn't come with a signature weapon. He only came with the standard sword. Yeah, just that. I don't think he even came with the with the sword collapsed. Nope. I mean, Tommy came with his sword, 
uh, Adam came with his weapon and the sword. So Hasbro clearly can do it. I just, I don't get it, dude. Too, what, what, what oversight is like, oh, well, let's just go out and release it anyways. Yeah, like, I don't, like, that scares me because if Hasbro start, starts, I hope Hasbro doesn't adopt a similar strategy that uh, that the DC icon line did with yeah, Green Lantern. Oh god. And those of you that don't know, when DC when DC had their icon line, the Green Lantern didn't come with any accessories. But if you wanted accessories, they had a a box that had nothing but. Green Lantern accessory, and I think they wanted 20 bucks for it. Yeah, sounds about right. Like, yeah, like 20, 25, depending on, on which comic shop you went to. Unless if you went to Graham Cracker, then you're probably paying 40 for it. Easily. Fucking asshole. But yeah, just imagine paying paying full figure price for a bunch of accessories that should have been included with the figure. Just at a marked up, like, in a marked up value. It's stupid. I mean, it's it's just stupid. Like, consider the accessories a loss. You know, you have to take a loss, but you gain the value back when you buy. Like, we're purchasing the actual figure. Like, it doesn't. I I don't imagine it costs them that much more to make the accessories. Like, I guess if they're being super cheap about it, okay. But, like, you know, at some point you have to take a loss. Like, at some point. You know? Ooh, and that's the thing. And I think, well, Hasbro is, they, they are taking a loss right now. Big time. Especially with their nerf line. Uh, I, I know you, you, I know you're not really into nerf. But prior to them go getting the getting well releasing the super soldiers, they tried to revive one of their old Nerf lines, the the Nerf Elite line. They rebranded it as Elite 2.0, and that was basically like a big middle finger to the modding to the the Nerf modding community. They they got rid of all the screw ports. And they basically like super glued the shells together. So if you took it apart to, let's say you had a faulty spring or something, something snapped on the inside that you wanted to replace, if you cracked that shell open, it was a bitch to put back. Wow. And they're they're they cheaped out on the plastic for the gun. So if you bought a specific one, I think it was a Nerf Warden. If you bought that one, there's a there's a 70% chance it was either broken on packaging or within the first within within the first pump. Like it was like a like a little like sawed off sawed off shotgun style gun, and within the first pump you were guaranteed to break it. You were gonna break the priming mechanism, so the gun is was essentially useless. Man, whoever's in charge of their quality control needs to be reevaluated. Oh, definitely. And their newest line, the Nerf Hyper Hyper line, that one, a lot of people are are uh, they're like they're not receiving it that well because a few years ago we had Nerf Rival, and that's what that's what I've mostly used and the ammunition for that were like like small small yellow foam rounds and with the introduction of hyper they got rid of the rival ammo in exchange for hyper ammo which is even smaller and made out of rubber but they're running into issues because one of the guns that they that they came out with is called the Mach 100 it was it's Basically, it's supposed to be the the successor to the rival Percy's, which is my personal favorite uh, Nerf gun. So it has right. it has more ammunition. It's supposed to be firing faster, but but 
for the price that you're spending on on the Mach 100, that's not even including batteries. This is like these, both of these take batteries, but the Percy's, it was marketed at 100 and it came with a rechargeable battery. So they has wanted you to enjoy that one with with uh, with the Mach 100. You have to buy D type D cell batteries. That makes the gun a lot heavier, and it's not really the gun isn't really performing at its best. On, on D-type batteries. It needs a lithium battery to run properly. Well, that just sucks. I, I mean, again, what this comes out to is I get that uh, they're trying to make it as cheap as possible and sell it for the best possible price. But at some point, you have to care too, you know? Like, you have to care what you put out, and there has to be some sort of quality control of what's being released. Like, if you have a low line, like, if you have, let's just say that all their marketing is based on three different lines, and it's a low level, mid level, and high level. Great. Well, your low level products, who cares, right? Who cares? Five, ten bucks. If it works, hey fantastic you got yourself a good deal if you go to a mid like a mid grade price like 40 or 50 you know standard nerf gun prices you want it to work properly right there might be some defects with it but you want it to work properly like but if you're spending like a hundred bucks or more than a hundred bucks on these stuff and like it just craps out on you after the first try it's like that's just infuriating and shows that they don't give a shit about oh yeah the consumer oh, oh yeah and definitely like like with this new one since they're with nerf hyper they're a lot of the a, a lot of these a lot of these uh reviewers they they were able to get their hands on it early first thing they did with the mach 100 was compare it to the percy's and they're, they even say it like honestly if you really want to have fun you'd have a lot more fun with the Percy's than you would with the Mach 100 because the Percy's is more accurate it's more reliable and it just sounds like a monster well I know the budget but you have those ones with the balls those fucking hurt man those things those things smack hard I think that was pretty. That was a pretty good, you know. Obviously, it sucks that you know the kids get hurt, but ah, who cares about that? Well, I mean, they're taking they're taking measures with it because they knew that with this new Hemel type, it it does hurt, and they they advise you not to shoot each other in the face. But if you do, make sure you wear like either like their their uh, a safety mask. Well, I mean, that's good, you know, as, as long as there's like a, a warning label saying, hey, if you're going to do it, make sure you wear the proper gear. Yeah, we advise against it. We advise against shooting people in the face, but if you have to, make sure they wear protection. <laughs> oh, man. You know, Victor, as I'm hearing you talk about all this stuff, where could one ask you or reach out personally to... You know, get to know more about your knowledge about Nerf guns. Oh well, if, well, if it's if you want to know about Nerf guns, you better you better be willing to draw, because uh, <laughs> I'm I'm always packing heat. Interesting. Well, but, remind um, me not to fuck with you. <laughs> if you if you want to reach me, if you want, just even say like, hey, like, hey, Vic, I know I know you're I know you're from from this area. Why don't we meet up and do and um, why don't we meet up and have a nerf war? Uh, lo- loser buys loser buys lunch. And you, if, if you want <laughs> to know what you're getting yourself like that, into, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you're gonna lose obviously, but uh, you know, <laughs> I'll give you a head start. But you can find me on Instagram at xia underscore double riser. Interesting. Interesting. What if? What if 
what if our fans wanted to talk to you, Dan, about the logistics and what it would take? Or what if they just wanted to tell you, you know, Hasbro does, ha- uh, the Hasbro Morpher is better than the Bandai Morpher. Where could they reach well, you? I would say block. <laughs> uh, and then secondly, uh, to read your message, you can direct, you, you can directly message me at dannyboy2099 and, and on Instagram. But let's just say, you know, they're a little nervous. They don't want to just contact us. Do we have an email, Victor, that they could just send this stuff to? Um, you know, I think we do. And I think it's a uh, long boxes pot. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's Podcast at gmail.com. Well, well, you can even find us on Instagram at pegwarmerspodcast. Yeah. Well, Victor, this is one of those things where... I think we're gonna have to cut short for part two to keep the customer customer. I'm still at work. We're gonna have to <laughs> we're gonna have to cut this off for part two so that our loyal listeners have something to hold on to because we've got way more coming. But man, where it is on my time right now is ridiculously late. Yeah, currently it's two o five a.m. and we are <laughs> recording this episode. Yes. And so we're both feeling the effects and I don't know why you still think you're at work then your shift was over like ten hours ago. I know, tell me about it dude. It's just one of those things you've been that busy. But guys and ladies, as always, stay tuned for part two. It's coming soon. And remember, if you're a true peg warmer fan, if you like us can't get enough of us us. (laughs) and if you hate us you can't get rid of us and so Pegwarmer fans can't wait to hear from you always a pleasure when we do when we do get mail the best way to know if we're doing a good job or not and as always stay safe the world's looking like it's gonna go back to normal sometime soon and part two will be coming at you uh We'll be coming at you faster than Nerf bullets shot to you by Victor. <laughs> coming at you from every side. <laughs> Alright, man. I'll, uh, we'll pick this up in part two. That sounds good. Alright, man.